listening to the bob and bo show here are your hosts ty bob ty bo and sean welcome back to the show everyone i am ty bob joined by ty bo and sean uh we are coming back after week 11 games <clears throat> some expected some unexpected but i tell you what we've got some news to kick off this show let's start this I one off it was what? Uh, i tell you what We've got a little bit of news. It was an article coming from ESPN, uh, John Keim, I believe. Uh, it was after this past Thursday night's game. Uh, it said that the commanders disciplined players for drinking on the plane. Um, there were videos on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you find them. Taylor Heineke was uh, uh Celebrating on a plane with a couple bush lights in his hands and in his cooler, along with the chains, <clears throat> the NFL saw this video and came out and said that uh, that is against NFL policy. You are not allowed uh, while doing team activities or along with the team or at team facilities or league facilities to have alcohol present. They've apparently had this rule in uh, stated for some time. Uh, the Washington commanders, commies, did come out and say um, that they would be taking disciplinary action, although that wasn't listed at the time. I still don't believe that it has been given out to the public, and I doubt anything will happen for playing time for Tyler or Taylor Heineke cool. or Leineke, as uh, Sean likes to call him. Loneke. Loneke, Leineke. It's all an L. <laughs> Just like you're just the You've been getting those W's though, man. <laughs> he has been getting W's, unlike Jameis. Uh, next up, in a bit of news, we've got some from Ari Mirov that came out earlier this week. The Broncos have waived Melvin Gordon. Um, uh, that was after an awful showing that he had, uh, I believe, giving up the uh, game losing fumble. So that was bad for them. We talked about this a little bit in the uh, Chiefs show. The Rams have waived starting running back Daryl Henderson Jr. is a pretty odd move, uh, seeing as they also uh, had tried to get rid of Cam Akers, and now they're getting rid of Daryl Henderson in in uh, lieu of Cam Akers coming back. We also had some news from Ian Rappaport. The Bears QB Justin Fields had suffered a left shoulder dislocation while on the field on Sunday. Uh, he was somehow able to pay, play through the pain. Uh, Coach Matt Eberflus uh, described Fields as day-to-day -day and his status for Sunday is still to be determined. It was later uh, reported by Ian Rappaport on Thursday. Um, I believe – nope, I've lost it here. I believe it was uh, that uh, he had gone and apologized to the rest of his teammates right after the loss, said that it was on him, that the defense uh, gave them an opportunity to win the game, and he flushed it. Um, that apparently went a long way for the guys in the locker room, so we'll have to see how that kind of plays out and where his shoulder injury ends up on the report for the week. That's kind of what you want to see from a young quarterback leading your team, unlike – Zach Wilson from the New York Jets, who did not take any blame for how poorly the offense was and how good the defense was for the Jets. Yeah, Lots of drama over there. Fun days on Twitter this week. Uh, coming from Adam Schefter, the Broncos running back Chase Edmonds, who they recently 
uh, traded for, suffered a high ankle sprain on Sunday and is now expected to miss a few weeks. Uh, so uh, not only will the Broncos be missing Melvin Gordon due to cutting him, they'll also now be missing Trey Edmonds. And don't forget, they're also still missing Javante Williams from Chase uh, Edmonds. That's yeah. fine. We'll go ahead and take that uh, one. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, they're also missing uh, Javante Williams uh, due to the ACL tear earlier this season. In other Broncos news, I thought this one was pretty funny coming from Point Bet Sports. Uh, Russell Wilson only has two more touchdown passes this season than Joan Flacco, who hasn't played since week three. What's wow, also funny is there's, He's about there's to play again, on, though. Joe Flacco is about to end the season with more touchdowns than yes, he Russell is. Wilson. Uh, it was also funny. There's a guy on TikTok who started off um, uh, some videos early in the season due to Russell Wilson and Sierra buying a new home in Colorado. I believe it has 12 bathrooms. So in this video segment, he talks about how many touchdowns versus how many bathrooms are in Russell Wilson's house. Russell Wilson has seven touchdowns, folks. He's got less touchdowns through 11 weeks than his home has bathrooms. His home has more bathrooms than there's been football played by the week. Wow. <laughs> that graph is hilarious. I oh, died laughing. I saw it earlier today, and I died laughing. You're going to have to put that up on the YouTube. See if I can find it there. It's pretty good. Um, coming from NFL Rumors, I typically don't listen to these guys, although they did um, – they did source some information from a from a pretty pretty good source here. It was from ESPN's Dan Graziano reported earlier that the Raiders could release QB Derek Carr after the season to avoid paying his final three years of his contract. Um, that could also put Devontae Adams back into play. There was also some rumors out there. Um, they're not very large, but they are starting to make a little bit of traction. So who knows? Um, the... Packers and the Raiders could be in talks to swap quarterbacks. Are they going to swap Rodgers or are they going to swap Jordan Love? Rodgers. It'd be Rodgers. That is the rumor spreading around there. It's pretty interesting. Reunited in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams. What a storybook ending. It would be. I would hate to see Go down in flames. I was going to say, I'd love to see it. Devontae Adams wouldn't be able to beat Patrick Mahomes on a regular basis. Well, and now the Las Vegas Raiders are trying to um, uh, coin – they're trying to trademark Win City, W-I-N City, for some reason. Uh, They're currently working on that, um, but it doesn't make any sense because they're three and seven. How can you be Win City? <laughs> How can you be Win City? We're doing everything wrong here, guys. They're getting an Las Vegas is getting an XFL team, and Maybe that's who they're talking about. It it also works for the gambling aspect of Las Vegas, and, and it also works as a little play on Sin City. So I can see where they're going with it. Clever, but not. Or applicable for their football team. That is true. Next up, coming from Field Yates, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson is averaging 117.5 yards per game, which is the most in the NFL. Uh, he did have 88 yards on Sunday. 
uh, or excuse me, with just 88 yards on Sunday, Justin Jefferson would have surpassed Randy Moss for the most receiving yards in a player's first three years. He has obviously seven more games to go. Um, pulling that up really quick. I don't believe he got there. I do not believe he did. He had three receptions for 33 yards, so he still has quite a few left to go. Uh, but expect him to pass that in the next game uh, with five more games to go. Uh, next up from Adam Schefter, uh, as we just alluded to a little bit ago, Jets head coach Robert Sala during his presser today that he was two hours late for told reporters that he's not committing to Zach Wilson as a starting QB for Sunday's game versus the Bears. Joe Flacco, baby. Mike White time. Mike White too. It could be. It could be Mike White time. Could be. Into our final bit of news here. It's a very interesting um, little story that's going on here from Ari Mirov. The Cardinals had fired their offensive line coach and running game coordinator Sean Kugler after an incident in Mexico on Saturday night. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury uh, had re- uh, told reporters uh, Kugler did not coach in Monday night's game, he was sent home after the incident on Saturday. There's a couple rumors out there that the Latinas got him. I don't know. I did check the Wikipedia, which is where you go for all the up-to-date information, because there's nobody else reporting on exactly what happened. Um, it was weird. Yeah, on Wikipedia, they uh, the, it was reported that uh, he went to a nightclub in Mexico City called Hong Kong. I'm not sure how true any of this stuff is. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just know that there was an incident on Saturday, and these are the things that are out there on the internet. Find it out for yourself. I'm sure it'll be reported soon. Let's hope so. Or not. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. an offensive line coach. Interesting storyline, though. It is. It's um given the way, given how awful they have played in the past few weeks, and given how much worse it was last night on Monday. Um they got a lot of issues going down in in Arizona that need to be fixed quick or they're going to have a lot more issues than they bargained for, especially with a long contract for their head coach and for Kyler Murray. With that information... (laughs) With that information, uh, that is that is the news on the week. There's plenty more to come up as <clears throat> week 12 will kick off starting on Thursday. Uh, but to cover us from this last week, Sean, let's go back over your Just the Tips. Ooh, and like always, they're pretty questionable. You got some good names on here, some really bad ones over here. First off, at the start of Daniel Jones. They ended up losing the game, but he had a big game and came away with 27 points. Now, I alluded to this player last week, and this was definitely a very, very Taylor Lonicky week for him. Seven points. What was that? Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. You know, You're really helping our guys out. It's going up against Texas. You would think he'd do a little bit better than that, but no. Probably my biggest mistake of the whole entire week for quarterbacks here was Russell Wilson. I had bashed him throughout the year. I had no idea what I was thinking taking him. That was eat, eat that one, bud. Yeah. Bask Dangerous it. to play him. Feel feel that. That shame. You made a bad choice. I 
believe I came out on the show earlier this year and said, cut him, do never start him for your league. And look what I did. I came back and said, start. <laughs> Terrible choice there. Running backs here. Big one that I love to see having work come back his way. David Montgomery, 20 points. Big for him. Look for him to keep that going as Khalil Herbert is still out on IR. Now, I call this player's stats almost exactly rushing-wise. Touchdown didn't happen, receptions didn't happen, but Isaiah Pacheco, 11 fantasy points. You get that touchdown in there, man, you're looking at a great week for him. Look for him to keep up steady work. Probably not gonna get 100 yards every week, but still steady work throughout going on. Last running back here, Antonio Gibson. Solid week, 13 points. Nothing too too good to write home about, but which would you probably expect from him? Wide receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown. Another big week for him as far as targets and catching the ball. He had seven catches for about 70 yards for 14 points. He is very consistent in that area of the game. Look for him to keep doing that and possibly get a few touchdowns along the way. Look out for Jamison Williams, though. He's practicing this week, man. Yes. Exciting news. On his way back. That's going to be scary. The Lions are going to be scary, man. To a player Maybe that was year. not... Yeah, definitely next year. To a player that was not scary at all on Sunday. Darius Tony. Left the game early. Zero points. Big old goose Last one here. I should have known this because it is the Jets and Zach Wilson going up against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots have beat the Jets 14 times in a row now. 14 times. That player was Garrett Wilson. He had three points. Big difference from the 18 he had the first time. I blame it all on Zach Wilson. That's a good person to blame. Not Garrett Wilson, Zach. Even even if he can't admit it. And tight ends here. Kyle Pitts, he's been on a start on the sit all the time. Looks like you're going to need a sit for the rest of the year. But for this week, he had seven points. Hope he gets better. Hope they find out how to use him next year. But don't have to worry about him anymore this year. Do I drop him or try and put him on IR? Drop him. There's there's two weeks left in the until the playoffs for us. Well, if I make the play, <laughs> I can't even say that sentence with a straight face because I'm not going to make the playoffs. But hey, I'm almost, I'm almost choking my chances of the playoffs away, so we'll see. And Dalton Schultz had some pretty good weeks with Dak, but that was the Tony Pollard show. And Dalton only came away with five points. Rough week, the start. And it's even worse for the sit Starting off with tight ends here. Hayden Hurst, four points. Not bad. That was a good sit-em. Great sit Kittle. Great Kittle. 24 points. Ouch. Hasn't done anything like that all year. And that wasn't that wasn't your fault, though. Uh, the Cardinals just didn't want to play defense. They didn't want to tackle him at all. Uh, didn't have any desire to keep him out of the end zone on a couple of plays. So, yeah, not your fault, Sean. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot, Tybo. All your yeah. Wide receivers here. Devontae Smith, 13 points. 
decent week for him yeah. still, but you want some more. Biggest miss of the week here, Amari Cooper, 32 points. Did not think he was going to be doing that against the Bills defense with Jacoby Brissett as his quarterback, but here we are, and I am looking foolish yet again. Good thing I started him. Yeah, I'm glad you listened to uh, Just the Tips. <laughs> I, everybody else was on by. <laughs> Another wide receiver here that actually did not do well at all, and that was Tyler Boyd. Six points. Seven. Running backs here. One that I thought would have a terrible game, but shows that Buffalo figured out the run game a little bit. Devin Singletary. 17 points. Pretty solid work for him that game. Last two. These were definitely the two best picks of the week for me, probably. Deontay Foreman and Michael Carter both came out of way with two points each. Good way to end the running backs there before it gets call. real ugly with the quarterbacks. These were some of the worst picks I had all year. Dak came away with 20 points. I was not expecting that to happen in Minnesota. But Sit Dak Prescott, start Russell Wilson. What am I thinking, Great man? call. What am I thinking? <laughs> Sit Joe Burrow, start Russell Wilson. Joe Sit Burrow Joe had 20 Burrow. points. 20 points. 40 in my league. Jeez. I really just was hoping that, uh, yeah. 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 I can't even yeah. say anything about that. Steelers that defense. You were, you thought the Steelers defense was going to play that I mean, again. TJ Watt had another interception on Joe Burrow, and that was one of the coolest plays of the weekend. But that didn't really help him in the long run, as he still got 29 points against them. And last one here, porn star Jimmy, 25 points in Mexico City. That's you thought I'd see the day. quarterbacks. And that was just the tips. Not, not a good week. Big booze. Booze hey, from the hey, crowd. Wait till next week. Coming back hot. Calling in now. I sure hope you redeem yourself. That's that's the trend right now. I, I usually have like two or three fun. bad weeks. <laughs> two or three bad weeks, and then boom. Sit Jimmy G, sit Joe Burrow, sit Dak Prescott, and start oh, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson, my friends. And Taylor Heineke. <laughs> stream, stream Russell Wilson and Taylor Heineke if you have those quarterbacks because I don't I know. I hope you're not trying to win you. You're thinking that that'd be a good uh, that'd be a good start <laughs> set them for you. If you lost because you started one of those quarterbacks, or if you sit at one of those quarterbacks and you lost. Please reach out. That's Sheen fourteen forty. I deserve. You it. will not. You will not be uh, awarded any sort of compensation. You will just get the right to tell Sean he was wrong. <laughs> Landon, Landon Fields, I know you're out there. You definitely took his advice and benched Joe Burrow, and then you still won by three points. Oh, so yeah, you're good. Ooh, <laughs> good for you, man. Sad. As long as you didn't start Taylor Heineke or Russell Wilson. Called me. Well, folks, it's that time of the week. We've got to get to our power ranking that we gave you last week. Um, we've got to recap it. We've got to determine where where we were right, where we were wrong here. So let's get right down into it. <clears throat> last week's power ranking, four teams, top 10, started off at number one, the Chiefs, two, the Vikings, the Eagles, the Dolphins at four, the Bills, followed by the Giants. We had the Ravens at seven, the 49ers at eight, 
the Titans, and following up the top 10, it was the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to let the boys take it over from here and let you guys know exactly what we're looking at this week. Working our way up, number 10, now we got the Giants. Number nine, new entry into this list is the Cowboys. Number eight, climbing up one, we got the Titans. Climbing up one again right here, two seven is the 49. Ravens also move up there, number six. Bills are still right there at number five. Falling just a tad, they might be the biggest frauds in the league. Number four, they, the Vikings. They, they are the biggest frauds in the league. And that moves us to number three. The Dolphins move up. Number two, there's a big gap here between number one and the rest of the league. Sorry for being cocky. Eagles might also be a little bit of a fraud, but they're number two right now. And yet again, the number one team in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a solid list. So like the boys said, we're having the Vikings move from two down to four. That moves the Eagles and the Dolphins up one spot each. Bills stay right where they're at. We've got the Giants going from six all the way down to 10. That moves the Ravens and the Niners up. It also moves the Titans up to eight as we drop in the Cowboys, who are on the outside looking in at number nine, dropping the Giants, who are all the way at six, right down to 10. They said the Vikings were the biggest frauds in the league. It's most likely the Giants that are the largest frauds in the league. <laughs> well, they got Daniel Jones at quarterback. I, I, I can't call them frauds if they weren't that good to begin with. Yeah, that's fair. We they are who they are who they are, and their record doesn't reflect that. They're just they are who we thought they were. <laughs> but there's a lot of injuries in bad football out there, so they're still number ten. Yeah, they uh, they've got a solid defense. These teams are are cracking up to be the top of the top. We'll have to see how it plays out as we get closer to the playoffs and we'll have to go back uh, as soon as the uh, the playoffs start kind of getting locked in and we'll go back and review our way too early playoff predictions as well with that said it is time for our games of the week I started off picking the Cowboys and Vikings and I'm sorry folks the NFL and myself did a disservice to you the Cowboys won 40 to 3 there's not much you can say about this game it was hands down one of the worst games of the season so far. Kirk Cousins has no idea what he's doing outside of the noon games. He's just a totally different person after three o'clock. It doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> one of the weird things that happened in this game is that the running game from the Vikings got shut down so early that they, and, and the offense for the Cowboys was just firing on all cylinders that the Vikings had to chase the game. It doesn't happen very often. We know that that's something that, uh, that doesn't need to happen because they do have a good run game. But once that got shut down, the pressure rate that Kirk cousins faced, I think was the most in NFL history. If not, it's gotta be in the top three, top five, like, it was a lot. It, it was, I believe it was double what Pat faced against the Bucks in the Super Bowl. It was more than double what Pat faced in the yeah. Super Bowl. If I remember the statistics correctly, um, Kirk Cousins faced pressure on 67.5% of plays in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. Uh, 
Patrick Mahomes faced 36. Uh, yeah, roughly 36. So it was a little less, a little less than double, but, uh, but yeah, not, not good for Kirk. There's not much more you can say about it. We already talked about Justin Jefferson only having 33 gate, 33 yards. If you can lock him up, keep Dalvin cook sidelined, uh, or at least staying in the backfield, force those guys to have to pass. And that's the only thing they got. Then, uh, yeah, good luck trying to win the game Vikings. Now, I do believe they have great skill players, but Kirk Cousins, because his just the, <laughs> the history, I mean, it, quarterback isn't considered a skill position. That, that's the wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. My friend, Jesus. Come, should that be a fine? I mean, that, that's a fine. I mean, correcting at me. Incorrectly correcting. Yeah. Mark it down, Sean. All right. Let me continue with what I was saying here. Kirk Cousins historically being the most average quarterback there is. We understand there's going to be some regression to the mean for this team this season, but losing that bad to the Cowboys, I understand they're a decent squad. They have a really good defense and they have some good weapons on offense. Uh, Nobody expected 40 to three and that should not have happened if they're supposed to be that good. Going back on the fact that Kirk Cousins is so mediocre, they were already at 8-1. and one. It was bound for them to lose a few more games this year. That's what I'm saying, but we weren't expecting a 40-3 to three loss. Exactly. Even, even you guys choosing the Cowboys, that you, you weren't expecting a 40-3 to three win. Not at all. Love to see it, though. Moving on to the next game of the week, that is the Eagles versus the Colts. Wow. What a game. The Colts, led by Jeff Saturday, were up 10-3 at halftime against the Eagles. Eagles did not look good at all in the first half. The Colts are actually coming in and playing well now. I think the biggest thing is Jeff Saturday is just making the guys lift weights now, make them get a little bit more physical. Saying, hey, guys, that's all I need to do to be better football players right now. You mean tell me they weren't lifting weights with Frank? No, they were, but, like, it's a different different attitude with Jeff Saturday. He's out there doing push-ups before the game starts like Brable does. Like, he's one of those guys that will do anything for his team to get them motivated. He knows what it's like to be in the locker room and play with them and knows what they need to do a little bit more. He is a great – I wouldn't say – I wouldn't say he's great at coaching so far, but he's great at motivating those guys to play. Big thing for this game was Jalen Hurts with the comeback win, rushing a touchdown in with about a minute 20 left to play. Put them over the top right there. Bad news for the rest of the league because and Sue and Linville Joseph, first game before the Eagles, looked pretty damn good, and they even combined for a sack together. Crazy, wild stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the big news that I saw from this was a former Indianapolis Colts coach, or on the staff anyways, Nick Sirianni, after they won the game, was yelling at the Colts fans, yelling at them as loudly as he could, this is for what you do with Frank Reich. This is for Frank Reich. This is for him. 
Love to see it. He was not a fan of what they did there, but it's over with now. What are you going to do? Wasn't he Frank. a Frank guy? Didn't he come from his staff? Yep. And he believes Frank was wrongfully terminated. You, do you want to go into that, Tybo? <laughs> then you want to talk does. about. I think he does. I think you want to go into that. Go ahead. Get on your soapbox for a few. Aside, seconds. aside from what you know, Joy Taylor was talking about uh, uh, in her couple of spiels about this hiring. Um, it's believed to some out there that uh, Frank Reich was urged or coerced into starting Sam Ellinger over Matt Ryan by Jim Irsay and giving Jim Irsay a reason to fire him um, just for them to bring in a new head coach, regardless of who it was, and then go ahead and replace Matt Ryan back in the starting lineup. Um, so take that for what you will. It could be true. It could be not. Um, but that the whole situation is just odd fishy i might believe it you look like a i think he does guy. believe it I, I guess that brings us to my game of the week <laughs> i think it would i think it would i uh the best game of the week i called it too one possession game now granted uh pittsburgh was down by two scores late um, and scored to make it a one-score game. But this was a back-and-forth game. It was 20-17 to 17 in favor of Pittsburgh going into halftime. Um, T. Higgins had a fantastic game, had a lot of impressive catches. The Cincinnati backfield as a whole also had a great game. Um, P. Ryan, I believe, had more than one touchdown. I believe he um, had three. Three, yeah. So P. Ryan with multiple touchdowns. Mixon played great, but I did uh, – I think he picked up an injury uh, in this game. I don't know the severity of it because uh, I didn't do all my homework. Um, but, uh, but he wrote Joe Mixon, stuff down this time. I wrote stuff down this time, which is why I have so much to say about my game of the week. Um, defense is what kept Pittsburgh together or in this game. Um, a tipped INT, a TJ Watt interception – Pressure on Joe Burrow all day. There were multiple sacks. Um, but Cincinnati's still a a decent team. And um the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers are to the Bengals what the Chargers are to the Chiefs. A very tough divisional opponent that always gives them a a, a run for their money. But I feel like the Bengals are the clear better team. Just look at the quarterback position. Joe Burrow is going to beat Kenny Pickett nine times out of ten. I will say there were few moments where Kenny Pickett did show some promise, but I think for the most part, the negative outweighed the positive when it came to Pittsburgh's quarterback play. I just want to go ahead and say, George Pickens makes some of the most unbelievable catches. He but they dropped an easy one. Yeah, but he is fun to watch over there making those catches. Is he the newfound Dwayne Bow? Oh, maybe. Good comparison. Big body, big body makes the tough catches, misses the easy ones. <clears throat> Good comparison. <laughs> 
that all you got for your game of the week there, Tybo? Yes, sir. Yep. Well, before we get into our pick'em, again, folks, we've got money on the line for this. This is all the fines that you hear us talking about week in, week out. That is what the winner gets. Now, if we've done our calculations I hope our right, Strive has, has written down the ones for today. I got the ones for today, but if you listeners hear some more that we don't call out right away, please let me know. I do not catch all these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to catch all of them when you're in here having the conversation. No, he's just Make a sure. bad scribe. Don't give well, that don't too. let him off the hook. <laughs> it's his freaking job and he doesn't do it. No, make sure to let us know wherever you're hearing this. Let us know uh on on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, however you can get in touch with us. Bob and Bo show uh across all platforms. Um Sean, I'm gonna kick it over to you. What are the current fines for each of us? Counting off the ones from tonight as well. Tyron Bob is sitting oh. at 15 so far, and I give or take a few. <laughs> Tybo. <laughs> Tybo is sitting at 11, definitely give or take a few. And I'm sitting over here at 14, probably give a few. So the winner so far through through 11 weeks, and again, we only started this you know, quarter way through the season. The winner's walking away right now with almost 40 bucks. Could be more than that here in a few weeks. Um, and like I said, it's possible that next year we decide to do a survivor pool and the winner walks away with that for next year. It'd be pretty interesting to see what we're going to do after this season. But for right now, we need to see where the standings are. And we, ladies and gentlemen, have a change across all boards here. Oh, God. This week. This week. Oh boy! But where? Who? You want first, second, or third first? Just, just say it. Yeah. Say it. Just say just it. I it like out. the suspension. Starting off in second place for the week, Sean Woo! takes it. Oh no! Eight wins, six losses. Oh, Let's go. Hybo no. rounding out in third, seven wins, seven losses. I'll take and that it. means okay. I am your winner for the week. Ten wins, four losses, two above Sean, three above Tybo. This is going to make it interesting <laughs> how it's going to pan out for the rest of the season, folks, because we are getting very close here at the top. Sean is still our winner after 11 weeks with 93 wins, 68 losses, and those two ties we've been talking about. Tybo has 92 wins, just a game behind with 69 losses. Nice. Nice. And those two ties. <laughs> and I'm still rounding out third, but much closer than I have been. 89 wins, 73 losses with Ooh. the two ties. I am only a few back from the both of them. Yep. If I can continue to turn out a couple of these weeks, you boys better count your, count your chickens. They're coming home to roost. <laughs> 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 all right that is our He's pick good. for the week I believe the boys had some highlights that they wanted to go over sean what did you have for us uh I, like i said earlier george pickens amazing catches throughout the week uh, i had one other one that i was saying here Ooh, <laughs> jets patriots that's what it was I was just about to hit him with a fine. (laughs) Yeah, the same thing we just talked about. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a highlight. What do you want me to say, man? 
Uh, Jets Patriots. Game winning punt return touchdown. So final 10 seconds of the game. Good one. Love to see it. Um, is that by our guy, Jack Jones? It was by A. Jones. I don't know if it was by Jack Jones. A. Jones? Not A. Jones. Andrew Jones? A, no. A player whose last name is Jones. <laughs> oh, well, that could have been anybody, dude. Really? You know how common the last name Jones is? <laughs> While, while we're on the topic of the Jets, there's there's some interesting stuff here. Obviously, Cordero Patterson breaks oh, the record yeah. for for most uh, uh, kick return or punt return, most punt return touchdowns. I believe is that correct? Punter kick. Yeah, that was a, no. That was a kick return. I thought the Cordero Patterson one was a was a kick return. It that was a kick return, and that's a completely um, different game. That's not the Jets. No, no, no. I'm I'm getting there. Let me let me tie it up there, bud. It was Marcus Jones. Cordero Patterson had the 103-yard kick return. He breaks the record for most kick returns uh, in a career so far. Uh, plenty more years, I would think, that he has going on. Uh, but the interesting part is it was 103 yards. The Jets had 103 yards of offense versus the Patriots. Oh, okay. Good tie-in. I'm sorry. Find me if you will. <laughs> He had 103 yards. It's the same amount of yards that the Jets had in their entire game. The Jets were so bad in the second half. I believe they gained uh, 2.77. It, it was 2.77 inches per play. I believe it was two yards Terrible. the entire second half. Awful. They had 10 punts. Piss poor. Zach Wilson had nine completions. It the only thing so he didn't say was that he was seeing ghosts out there because he is trash, and and obviously lost the respect of a lot of people, a lot of players in defense. Regardless of whatever they say on Twitter and all that drama was incredibly fun to watch this week. Uh, regardless of what they say formally on Twitter, you know that he lost the respect of some of those players on the defense. Uh, Elijah Moore tweeted a picture of himself throwing the football like he was a quarterback. Um, so. Put him back there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm can't do much. It's going to be exactly uh, the 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 worst throw of that whole game. Um, I mean, it was plastered all over Twitter. But Tyler Conklin was coming on a crossing route, and you have no idea where Zach is putting that ball because uh, a fifth grade girl could have made that throw. You know, like it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, the Jets are bad. We thought they were good. They're now a quarterback away, much like the Denver Broncos uh, are a quarterback away. Because if you look at the uh, you look at the outcome of the game with the Denver Broncos guys, <clears throat> they'd be nine and one today if they would just score eighteen points in a game for every game. Them. If they would score eighteen points. They wouldn't even get to overtime. There would be no overtime for this break. They would be nine and one. Sorry, I just Wilson had Michael Jackson. Dangerous. Because <laughs> he's so dangerous for your team. <laughs> it's really, it's really bad. Um, there's one more thing I think I wanted to touch on, and it, it, a little bit of a, a sadder note, but Jameis. What uh, are you touching was, on there, Ty Bob? What are you? You're touching on uh, James Winston. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. 
Watch yourself. I'm just I'm just making sure we're clear here. I just want yeah, to know yeah, what you're touching on. You're going to be touching Jameis Winston because it sounds yeah. like you're pro it right now. No, he's touching on Jameis Winston right now. He's pro. If he's here. I would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not eating dubs because the dude is sitting on the sideline. He uh, was asked about it uh, after the game, and he was very upset. He said it hurts his soul. Um, because the rule always was you never lose your job due to injury. What do you guys make of that? The rule's Clearly. been bro- broken enough that it's not – you can expect anything in the NFL. And it's Jameis Winston. You ride the, rod, the hot hand as well. It's yeah. not like it, – he. You ride granted, that red rifle. <laughs> granted, the red rifle has not been very good. Uh, but he has been getting getting them some wins while Jameis has been out. Uh, it's it's tough. It, it would be tough to see Jameis get a starting gig, at least for the next few years, in my eyes. The way they locked up Taysom, Taysom Hill, just let him play quarterback. Yeah. Get 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 rid of your get rid of your other options. Give Taysom Hill a year, and if he's not who you want him to be, draft. It's fair. Fair. Folks, that is it for our pick'em for the week. That's going to do it for week 11. Uh, we are going to be coming back to you on uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving. Make sure that you check it out on your way to a family meal, like and share it with them as well. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Make sure to uh, follow us back later in the week as we will be dropping our Chiefs pregame show. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs!